So, how do you start a podcast? That's the question that's been burning inside my mind. Because I've got a secret and a story that's been haunting me. And I've been wondering if this is the right venue to share it. Was that the right attention-getting tone? Because I, I feel like starting a new podcast needs to grab an audience right away. There are a ton of podcasts out there, so starting a new one is a bit of a bold move. So with all the choices out there, what do I want to keep in mind as I dive into this process? One thing I know for myself is that I love a story. Once upon a time. And there's something about when someone offers to share a secret that I can't help but be intrigued. One of the topics that I will be diving into a bit more on these episodes is vulnerability and how letting someone in to the secrets of my inner life is such a doorway to connection. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Back to podcasts. How do you make a decent podcast? I mean, I could hit record on my phone, put it down, and have a conversation between me and another person, and then I could call that a podcast. But what if I want to have like a, a good, I'm using air quotes, but you can't see me because it's a podcast, a good podcast. What makes, what makes for a good podcast? What makes a podcast worth listening to? These are the questions that I'm asking myself as I get into this pilot episode. Um, what comes to mind for me is quality. It's got to be good. It's got to sound good. The content has to be interesting. No, that's interesting. Will people want to listen to this? And will they want to come back for more? So not only will it have to be interesting to people, but will I want to keep producing content for my audience? Other challenges of a podcast. Perfectionism. Now, I don't consider myself a perfectionist, but I do like to flirt with the title. I'll be honest, I'm terrified of putting content out there that is not perfect or not really good. It's something that I realize is just going to happen. I may have to put content out there that may not be up to my own standards because sometimes it'll just be time for the next episode. It's never going to be perfect. So this is actually a personal exercise in just embracing the mess and imperfection of producing content consistently. So here we go. Welcome to This Naked Voice. My name's Joey Cardella, and I'm your host. This first episode is meant to give you some background and context as to why I'm starting this podcast and roughly what my intentions are. So who am I and what's my deal? I'm a personal coach, a photographer, and a lifelong musician, and I'm curious to explore how do people connect more deeply with themselves and with others. For me, creativity through music was the first doorway to connection with myself. For as long as I can remember, I've always just wanted to write songs, write music. And for a long time, they weren't very good, but I always loved writing them. I not so secretly always wanted to be a rock star. The problem was, when I was younger, I couldn't sing very well, or play that great. But that didn't stop me from forming a band in high school. It was called Middle Ground. Catch me now and sing a 
Not a very good name for a band. It implies something's very average. But man, we had fun. And it was a great outlet for my high school angst and my forlorn heart to express itself in the most emo of ways. Nemo! N no, not Nemo. Emo. Short for emotional. It was a style of music popular in the early 2000... You know what? Never mind. I went on to major in music in college, and though I spent a lot of time in the music department, the place I spent the most time involved in music was with my co-ed acapella group, the Deltones. Okay, that obviously wasn't me singing. That was my super talented friend, Courtney. And the group she was singing with was the group after I graduated. But you get the point. I majored in music in college with the intention of going into music as a career in some capacity. But by the time I finished college, the last thing I wanted to do was do anything with music anymore. So at the end of college, I said, I'm done with music. But I wasn't entirely done yet. I went away to Peace Corps in South Africa. While over there, I worked in AIDS education, community development, and I worked on getting people clean water and toilets. Peace Corps was a tough time in my life, and a few things really helped me cope. Seeing my fellow volunteers, letters and packages from home, doing magic tricks for the kids in my village, and writing and playing music. An older volunteer had passed down a travel guitar that he had bought, and I was the recipient of that guitar. That guitar and I spent a lot of time together over the many months that I was in Peace Corps. Peace Corps is rough. When I came back from the Peace Corps in South Africa, I stepped away from music for a long time. I dove deep into photography and video work and found my creative outlet in other ways. But something shifted again a few years ago. I moved to Portland. I met this guy, Chris. I was teaching music at a private school. Chris was student teaching at the same school. He invited me to play at a rehearsal studio with him and his buddy, Dave. They're both from New York, just like me, and we all came out west at different times. This is Chris. Here are the memories that I have of making music with John. I remember you coming into my second grade classroom and playing guitar while we made up a song while the kids ate bag lunches in their seats. And that was the moment when I knew that I wanted to play more music with you because you had the skills to like create something out of nothing, and then you had the awareness to let it sit in the background so we could then create again on top of it. And we were just freestyling lyrics about what the kids were eating for lunch. And it was so simple and so complicated all at the same time. The last three years, we've been playing music together in a small studio. And in those three years, music and creativity has taken on whole new meaning in my life. I've been able to approach my own music with less judgment and less attachment. And I've been able to write music that I really, really love.
Now look, I've got no illusions that the music I'm creating or the songs I'm writing or masterpieces are worthy of critical acclaim. But the difference for me has been in the creative process itself. I no longer force anything to happen. I just let out what wants to come out without judgment or attachment. And from that space, I'm able to feel a sense of release and relief. And more often than not, I find that I've learned something or healed something in myself in the process. And bonus, some really fun music has been captured from my iPhone sitting in the middle of the room. And I've gotten to spend some really quality time with my friends. This has been fundamentally different than how I've ever approached music or creativity in the past. And now I want to know, how deep does this rabbit hole go? What is the creative process like for other artists in all different fields? And I want to know not just for the sake of creation, but because through the process of creation, I continue to learn more about myself. I come into deeper connection with myself. And when I know myself better and trust myself more, I'm able to enter into deeper relationships with others. And there's a big piece about vulnerability in here too. The classic definition of vulnerability is the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed, either physically or emotionally. That's not exactly what we're talking about here. It's similar, but not quite it. When we talk about vulnerability here, we're talking about it more in the sense of emotional exposure or emotional accessibility. I'm willing to access my emotions, to feel them, and talk about them, so that I can know myself better. So then what might have to be stripped away for me to understand and ideally love who I am? One of my hopes for this podcast is that I can create a space where people can feel courageous enough to step into their vulnerability, to share about their creative process, and to share about what they've learned about themselves, to share about what inspires them, and what they're afraid of. Some episodes will be more about creativity, some will be about connection, some will be more about becoming more unarmored or vulnerable. For me, this is really just an attempt to have good conversations, to create something, to connect with others, and to share vulnerably, and to keep pushing past my own comfort zone, and hopefully learn about myself and others in the process. This will not be perfect, and I'm still trying to learn to embrace the mess. It takes courage to live a creative life, and it takes real courage to be vulnerable. I'm hoping you'll join me in exploring how both these paths might help lead us to a deeper understanding of ourselves and possibly bring us into stronger connection with others. So here we go. Oh, and just putting it out there now, my dream guest is Bono. So if anybody knows Bono, uh, let me know because that'd be really cool if I uh, could get to interview him and talk with him. Just been hoping to do that since college, but whatever. All right, just throwing it out there. <laughs>